keep going. Stop. Anyway, it's like playing yeah, so a song. The, so the new English, the new English translation is a great translation. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Make sure it's, you're talking into your I, mic. I have by the been, way. I have been um, advocating for it ever since I really started giving it a try. Our friend Justin. Does it have the Hebrew? Uh, translations in it, it like it, like Adonai or no it doesn't it has the traditional like the Lord your God but then it also also makes distinctions like for instance it says <clears throat> the beginning of verse two in Exodus twenty says <clears throat> I the Lord or Yahweh am your God and then it gives a, a footnote and it says most English translations have I am Yahweh your God but the preceding chapters have again and again distribute uh, demonstrated how he made himself known to them. Now the emphasis is on I am your God and what that would mean in their lives. So that's basically what this, mm-hmm. but that's what the, the point that's of the, the impression footnote on it. The, the footnote say, is there to clarify yeah. the impression that might, that God is actually trying yes. to do. And it's yeah. like footnote after footnote. After well, footnote. one you were reading a minute ago, you said it like it borrowed from the Hittite law. Yeah. So in verse one, it says God spoke all these words and then it has a footnote and it says the Bible makes it clear that the law was the revelation of God at Mount Sinai. Right. And yet study has, and yet study has shown that the law codes form follows the literary pattern of covenant codes in the late bronze age, notably the Hittite codes. The point of such codes is that all covenant stipulations are appropriate, appropriate, because of the wonderful things that the sovereign has done for the people. Well, see, now I remember doing a study in this particular area and the, uh, that cultural background that studies cultural background, cultural study? yeah. background, yeah. that was floating around that we all, that everybody in the church were buying. Yeah. yeah. It I mentions the Hittite codes, the bronze age of the Hittite code yeah. and how, it, how it's similar and similar. The, so I like this. This is a translation that's yeah. coming out with the, the cultural study Bible, I think uses similar types of things, but I'm it sure uses it the new, new King James. Right, it it's uses like, the New King James. Yeah, it, it reads like a New King James, or it uses New King James. You can actually buy it in any particular translation. Oh, I've, I've never looked at it. I heard about it, but I wasn't like yeah. really wanting to get one. I don't have one like for a new Bible. Similar type of thing as this with the new New English translation, mm-hmm. where it is um, using the most up to date lingual analysis that they have. Yeah, when it comes to because there's been a couple of new languages over the just the past 20 years that they've discovered and be able to uh, have been able to uh, decipher and bring more light to the Hebrew because so many languages are connected to the Hebrew. Right. You know, obviously there's a direct offshoot, which is uh, Arabic. Yeah. Arabic and yeah. Hebrew are direct. Well, they're, they're sister languages. It's one of the sister root language, languages, yeah. period. Hebrew is one of the root languages for, right. I mean, it is for that area and for a lot of, I mean, even our own alphabet here for in America is based loosely off of the yeah. he- Hebrew alphabet. Like, yeah. well, if you, it's if, used for everything. You see, if you see the the just the evolution of of the name Yeshua, right? Yeah, right. You go from Yeshua or Yehoshua to Yeshua to to Jesus to uh, e, uh, Jesus, which is in the Old English. Yeah, I think it's yeah, just yeah the Jesus. I, changes a little bit, takes the O out, but then it goes to they introduce the J in the late 1500s or whatever. And then and they Jesus, have the Jason, Jay, Jay. Jesus. It Jesus. Yeah, and so Jesus. pretty much uh, there's a lot, the majority, not majority, there's a lot of languages, in, in especially in the ancient Near East, that stem from that. And then you got Greek, which is, Greek is directly connected to Hebrew as mm-hmm. well. You just look at it. It's You look at Very, their, the way the their way languages they, are. Yeah. yeah. It's the way just their flipped. letters are. It's just, I don't know what made them flip it from right to left to left to right. 
but Greek is one of the first ones that started going left to right. Uh, yeah, that's and true. then you go Latin off of that, and then you got you know all the Romantic languages off of that. It's yeah. So what we're talking about today, of course, is scripture. Um, what we're talking about today is actually we're going to start a series on. We've kind of skipped over. We, we've decided to go out of the idea of doing the Moedim set, the, 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 doing the holidays, because we'll do those as they actually come up. We just came out of Sukkot. We just came out of a cycle of holidays. So um, we're going into that dark time, that winter time. Uh, we've got we we celebrate Hanukkah and we have parties yep. and yeah. stuff like that. So Excited we'll that. we'll end up doing something like that, and uh, we'll do a special on that too, and we'll we'll yeah. talk about it and how we how we actually it'll be do a, it. it'll be a upcoming special here but, in a month or so. Well, duh, yeah, duh. Whatever, I gotta tell the peoples. <laughs> gotta Talk tell to the, the peoples. peoples. But uh, what we decided to do is we're gonna go ahead and go through um, the Ten Commandments, the Big Ten, and we're gonna go through them uh, step by step, our understanding of them and how we actually interact with them and uh, apply them to our lives today. Mm-hmm. And we'll hit each one of them in order. And uh, of course, the first one is um, "You shall have no other gods before me." That's the commandment, right? That's no, the whole it's commandment. Not. It's not. That's not the whole that's, commandment? That's not the whole commandment? That's what? not the whole commandment, guys. What is the whole commandment? But, but the, the first one is, you shall have no other gods before me. Well, if you're looking at, like, the traditional Christian Ten Commandments, it is. But they, they leave out a verse. There's a verse that's right before that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that that one, uh, okay. you shall have no other gods before me, is actually Exodus uh, chapter 20, verse 3. Yeah, chapter 20, um, beginning of chapter 20. There's, there's two right verses before that. And, and verse 1 is, and God spoke all these words, saying... Colon. Colon. There's a there's a clear defined colon there. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. And then it says, You shall have no other gods before me. So we're we're making the argument that these particular things that's one commandment. That that those two would make one commandment. And you there's the implication of both I am the Lord your God and I'm the one who brought you out of Egypt and out of bondage. Because that sets up for you shall have no other gods before me, because yeah. I am the I'm the Lord God your God. Here's why I'm the Lord your God. Yeah. And here's why you're not going to have any other gods before me. Yep. So you, uh, there at the beginning, you were talking about this new English translation. And it definitely implies those, uh, well, what that what that impresses upon. You know, the impression of, I am the Lord your God. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So what were you saying about that? <laughs> well, I was just... Um, <clears throat> So the I am the Lord your God? Well, yeah, you were saying like it, the, the fact that he says, I'm the Lord your God, that brought you out of Egypt. It implies oh, okay. and it pushes and impresses so, upon the people. Yeah, so it was, are you talking about from the literary standpoint or more of like, I one one aspect I wanted to go down was the reason, one of the reasons he said that. And it's because he just did all these things. He destroyed the gods of Egypt. If you guys don't understand yeah. the exodus that just happened, well, let's go into the Exodus. Okay, so we go into the Exodus, and, and you know, Aaron and Moses go before Pharaoh, and they say, you know, let my people go, let us go sacrifice let my three people journey. Go. You've seen the movie. All this kind of stuff, yeah. And uh, so let it be written, so let it be done. Like that. And so, but you get these ten plagues, and the consensus, at least from a scholar's standpoint. Culturally, from a scholar's yeah, standpoint. Yep. Is that these ten plagues had to do with killing whether it be metaphoric not not killing let me let me rephrase um putting dominion over the gods of egypt right basically lowering their rep showing that that they're not the ones in control they're not the ones in control like you think that set 
with the frog god. Uh, like, and, and he's, just real quick, just to recap, like we said in the past, I mean, these other gods, you know, the Greek pantheon, the Roman pantheon, and even the Egyptian pantheon, these are these are the fallen ones. These are right. the the wayward sons. These worshipped are the ones in different forms, worshipped in different by different exactly. peoples, and yeah. posing as gods. Yes, Elohim. Well, I, I yeah, I was gonna say I would say that they are god, little g gods, but the I personally I I see us as like modern day people thinking right. that those gods are just fake like they're not real at all most modern christians go with that right. like they go with the idea of well it's not a real it's not really god so what do, why do i even right. pay attention why is it even a big deal i can worship thor in the marvel movies i right, can right. you know dress up like you know I, I can have pictures of anubis everywhere and it doesn't really matter right. but that's an actual god right Exactly. That people actually worshipped, and it's it's not just the little G God. The Bible explains right. them more as demons. Well, yeah, and then right. you with with that even like they're little G gods, but they viewed them like they did actual things for the people. Why else would they worship? Them? Right. They showed up for them in some form or fashion. They, they, I I personally yeah. contend that they did a lot of things, like potentially made the pyramids and all this kind of stuff like helped them do these things makes sense why else would they worship them yeah. you know if they were like they're actual entities so like there i've seen multiple videos from like mainstream christians as, as well but michael heiser is the one that really is like kind of pushed this forward into the mainstream that these gods were not just wood and stone like i know we talk about them as wood and stone and that's mostly right, like talking idols. about their idols yeah but the reason they made these idols was because they wanted those they wanted their gods to the poltergeist entity. those idols, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, take an inanimate thing and turn it into something that can actually eat or potentially like the idea of Or Bolek. was there connection or, through that idol to uh to worship it to show that they they loved it. Like, yeah. you know, there's and I hate to put it this way, but there's many a Catholic that still kiss their little wooden Jesus at the end of their yeah. rosary yeah. and like that that is a wooden thing that does not eat has no mouth has no yeah. eyes has no ears mm -hmm. the definition of an idol yeah yeah and even if it is Jesus Christ even if it is an image right. of him it's we'll still get to idol. the graven image yeah we'll thing. get to that <laughs> yeah, so we know we that that's one of the ten so we'll get to those but anyways all all that to say that yeah Yahweh was showing that I he destroyed Egypt in every in every fashion so that the people of Egypt would realize that he is God overall. Well, That's why the people like, outside were afraid because they saw that they had destroyed the Egyptians all the way down to they burnt, they went into the sea and they drowned. Right. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I'm just going to ask, can we actually like describe that? You're, what do you mean? you're talking about how Yahweh, he, uh, destroyed these, but like, how did he do that? Like, I want you to explain because so I know I want you to explain for the audience. Okay, so for instance, I'll start with I'll the start with, start the, with water. the first plague, right? Because the water. that's that's what I'm trying to point out is that the plagues yeah. were oh, God okay. actually killing and showing that He has power over the other deities okay. that they worship. So uh, I don't I don't know the specific. I was looking for it. I couldn't find it on my phone. I thought I had a screenshot, mm -hmm. but I was there was I had something that outlined all the ten gods that it was. The only I ones I, I can specifically remember was the 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 god of the Nile. Um, I don't remember who that is. And then Set is the one because he's the frog god. I remember that. Well, I mean, uh, if you go to uh, the Hippie. last, second to last was 
darkness. That darkness, and that's an easy one because the sun, sun worship they did. I mean, immediately Amun Ra. But so the first one is the water. I think he was just raw at that time. He didn't become Amun Ra. Oh, you'll have to talk about that next week because that's a fun. Yeah, I don't know a lot about Amun Ra. Oh, it's we'll talk about it. The water turned to blood. They couldn't use the water. All waters in Egypt were turned to blood, in, including what the in, including in, in the Israelite yeah, area. In, like yeah, yeah, they were they were affected in the first three plagues. First three. After that, they were not affected. Right. But the water was sh- turned to blood because so that no one could drink it, and it wasn't some red algae crap. It was literally, I truly or believe, an iron deposit. It turned to blood. I yeah, believe it turned that just to blood. Broke loose and whatever. Well, I personally, I think it actually no, it did. It no, did. I, I, I agree. I'm just saying. Okay. There's like yeah, there's these all these like scientific ways to like yeah, I you know explain, explain it, away it away as a miracle. I think it's honestly turned to blood. There was viscosity of blood. They couldn't drink it. Tasted sure, it like tasted blood. Tasted like blood. Like like they couldn't drink blood. it. So showing them that this God that they that these Israelites worship this Yahweh, he had control over the water because he made it undrinkable for us, unusable so, right. for our holy practices basically it's it's a dog on the other gods it's trying to it's it's trying to show mm-hmm. and say like that they're not in control yep you know he's saying these people these gods are not in control they're not the ones who created the earth they're not the one who has control over the earth they are posing in and showing the egyptians who have given everything wealth money yeah. you know all this kind of stuff into worship of these gods and just pulverizing them yeah. for refusing to let israel go and so that's where this commandment kind of comes in and where we, we believe that a lot of modern Christianity, you know, stuff, it, it basically misses out. This is the Lord, your God, who brought you out of Egypt. Right. And that applies for us. That applies to all of us. We've all right. been brought out of an Egypt. Because, yeah, I mean, just like the beginning part, if you remove that, you forget that his sovereignty is what brings us out of the house of bondage. Slavery. It's out of our slavery, out of our sin. You know, our spiritual right. slavery. It's that's the whole archetype that we're that our faith is built on mm-hmm. is that he is Yahweh, our God, who brought us out of our sin slavery. Now, we can't touch on coming out of Egypt and stuff like that. Oh, what'd you have? I found the I found the whole thing. So Oh, you found the whole thing. Like which, which ones which, represent which, which gods? Yeah, which ones were uh representing each god. So if if we can go through them real fast, you want yeah, me to? no, no, not all of them. Let's, let's we, specifically like which god of the water. A uh, god of the water was uh, you guys pronounce Hapi, H H A P I, and it means spirit of the Nile. Yeah, spirit of the Nile. That one, yeah. Uh, this is on uh, knowingthebible.net. So I mean, we'll, we'll could, put a link in the description. You can trust them or not. I don't know. I just this is what Google found. Yeah, um, I mean, but they go pro- through it's and probably explain. based on the the most common you know i'm sure yeah it goes through all of them it's got the flies and stuff like flies that was we'll, we'll put a link in the description you can kind of read that but it's, it's just that's what we're basing our mm-hmm. information off of it, it's it's been and it makes sense to us with with a lot of the heiser study that we've done the ancient near eastern culture that we've that we've looked into it was um you know these are these are real things these are we you know we don't fight in flesh and blood we fight in these princes these principalities yeah. yep and if there's a I, king of the world that is Satan, then yeah. all of everything else is a principality. Or I was going to say, I, I do find it a little interesting that, at least from my understanding of m- modern mainstream Christianity, 
is we do talk about that. Like that's a very central thing is um, we we war not, we we fight right. not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. And yet so much we yeah. we don't quote unquote spiritualize it enough we don't to the point like we don't think that the spiritual beings are actually involved in this. Like your right. depression, is it just a demon? Is it is it a is demon, it a demon? Is it oppressing you? Yeah. Or is there is it just your brain? I would I would argue it's probably both. We've it's talked a little bit about like that, a, like with the insane flesh. in the midrash. Oh yeah, episode. when we did the the mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean episode. If we truly believe that we, you know, it's it's principalities and powers that we fight against, not flesh and blood, then a lot of things should be more spiritual when it comes to like, oh, you're you know, right. You, you not to, there's there's certain things that you don't over spiritualize. You know, if you stubbed your toe, you stubbed your toe. It's not, not like a the, it's demon not the, the devil. Wi-Fi type yeah, of there's not a demon in the Wi-Fi. Well, nothing I mean, like that. Unless you're the Catholic Church. I still the Catholic Church <laughs> I mean, actually came out and said a couple months ago that you're, the devils influence the uh, the uh, electrical products. Oh, they, so that is a okay. Gremlins, so in, the, have, gremlins in the sound system. Gremlins in the Wi-Fi is a thing, guys. I don't know. May, part of me wonders, <laughs> maybe. like, maybe there's like an influence. Influence, like, I don't want you. You guys read to... Enoch way too many times. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean probably where wait a minute. Gone. Wait a minute. How many times at church have we had issues that just show up just and then randomly. disappear? I'm just saying. okay. No, I, I just don't. Saying. I don't think that small things can't be affected. <laughs> just saying. I'm just Some, saying. There's not. I don't think there's, there's not an inherent evil in your oh, Yamaha agreed, agreed. keyboard. I don't think there's. A, but then, uh, then we have to get into like the difference I'm, between demons and I'm like fallen ones. We, we and, all we already discussed. This. <laughs> yeah, this I know. A, you can go back and watch. Episode, everybody. True. True. It's in a whole <laughs> other talking about. If you guys have been keeping up with us, you guys know a little bit of what we believe. Like with back the at episode five and six, I, I going think back when we were young. I always think that's really old important studio. to continue to reinforce. Oh, absolutely! It's a big because I think a lot of us will connect demons with fallen ones, and they're not right. demons. Are not fallen ones. They cannot physically manifest anything. Yeah, they can mess with you potentially in your dreams. They can, that kind of they stuff. They can whisper right. things. And... Physically harm you. It's yeah. the fallen ones right. who have the abilities like angels that can do. Manifest physically, well, that like, can potentially physically harm someone. Like uh, Job okay. in, like like Job, you know. Yeah. Satan did that. Yeah. He mm-hmm. physically manifested. Yeah. You know the killing of his children. Yeah. So, anyways, right. you, know, you know I noticed in Job, he never killed his wife. Mm-hmm. Who didn't kill his wife? Satan see his never took that, out his wife. Do you see the way Satan? Or do you see the way his wife talked to him? That's true. Did Curse you, God you see and what die. God, but did like, you see what God told him? Mm-hmm. You cannot harm his body. Right, well, right. that's true. She oh, is part of his, she's, she's part of his body. Flesh. She's not allowed. Flesh. Children. Hey, that's a good are segue. Not allowed to be, or the children. That's why your wife is more important than your children. Yeah. And this is something I struggle with as well. Mm. Yeah. Your children are your seed, and this kind of thing, and. But they, they are, are important, but they are not as important as your wife, yep. as your spouse. They are the most important person in your life because they are one. They are echad with you. Yeah. Your children will become their own people at some point. Mm-hmm. But you man who hates his wife hates his own flesh. Yes, yep. exactly. So I think that's a problem that I know I struggle with. I've been, you know, one of those things Sometimes I've had to realize recently that I put, I put them more on a pedestal than maybe I should. And I have to check myself often, like to not idolize my children, to not. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's wife, a small wife, digress, but so, real, but real fast though. That's mm-hmm. a great segue into one thing we were talking about before the show. Uh, the Ten Commandments are uh, 
the way it's outlined in the, this opening line of uh, I am the Lord your God kind of shows it is it's literally a ketubah between uh yes. what's a ketubah can, can yeah you okay so a ketubah, okay, ketubah is the traditional uh marriage uh contract it's all throughout the old testament yeah. it's it's all over if you see it you see it in the new testament a lot with yeshua but in the marriage ceremony is yes. talked about often in, in the new testament but you overlook it a lot in the old testament yeah but it's all over so right. the ancient yeah the ancient Hebrew wedding model is is kind of the phrase that you can use, but yeah, good. But yeah, it's it's the ketubah. It's the the document that is used to basically. It's like it's like our marriage license nowadays. It's very it's, similar it's to that. It's to tell what what the rights the wife has. Yeah, and and it's what, the contract what that's signed. The things that the husband is going to do for the wife. I'm just trying Sorry. to keep up with both of y'all. It's the contract yeah. that is y'all know signed. this a little bit better than I do because you guys got married in this kind of culture yeah. that we're yes, in. We I mean, did. you, you, I did a lot of study before so our marriage. I, mean, I spent yeah. a lot of time looking into this. Thing. So did I. Um, so I just, yeah, I've just, I've been a part have. of, you know, all these weddings, and I'm like, oh man, you that's how I should have got married. I should, I should have got Ten, that. Your fifteenth uh, anniversary, how about that? Maybe you just maybe. passed your tenth, so I was like, I meant to do it last year, but I was busy doing something else. Oh yeah, yeah. Hi. <laughs> wait what <laughs> wait what you don't remember you were a part of it but um so anyway we digress slightly but but i want to point that to, out we were yeah. talking about that the, the and at the opening line of any ketubah it will state this person and this person are entering into a marriage contract here is what they must fulfill and here is what they must fulfill yeah this was the same way this i'm the lord your god is the statement of I'm entering this marriage contract with you, Israel. I Here am the is Lord. It. I am the Lord. Your God. Your God. I am, you know, I'm the husband of my wife. It's that same statement. And if you follow these commandments that I lay before you today, you will have blessing. And if you disobey, you will have curses. It says that at the end of Deuteronomy. Yeah. Right. So that's, I just wanted to point that out because I thought Deuteronomy is oh, the, the Deuteronomy is kind of the um, summarizer. It's kind of the summarizer of the the fine print of the whole of the ketubah. It's like this is just how we're going to run the house. You know what I'm yeah, supposed yeah. to? That's that's the whole book of Deuteronomy is that covenant. Yeah, and it re, re it iterates it. Right, it reiterates it. And but this one gives right here at this particular ketubah that you're talking about or this particular contract. Yeah, it's given a very clear statement of who it is, who we are, you know, and then it tells. It, what they've done for us already why yeah, we should you, be giving this kind well, yeah, of that's, thing to that's them. the next thing is is the i'm the lord your god who brought you out of the land of egypt and of and of the house of bondage like yeah. this is what i have done for you already yeah this right. is me this I was my sovereign of your of yourselves yeah. and now you worship me yeah this I was my you proposal to you, you basically is mine. now you are mine yeah this was my my uh if you look at it what it's it? almost Which a one was that was that isaiah I've redeemed you. I've called you by name. You are mine. Yeah, Isaiah forty-three. I want to yeah. say. Okay. I mean, like, there's, there's. Uh, says, uh, that's the one ex- of Israel's. That's that's like my verse for Israel. Yeah. Is it? Because it says, "I, you're, Jacob. <laughs> you are Jacob. You are yeah. Jacob." So the. Oh man, I lost my train of thought. It's just, it's one. just another one of those ketubas. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it I'm, says now this is the, what the Lord ahead. says: the one who created you, O Jacob, and formed you, O Israel. Do not be afraid, for I will protect you. Uh, I called you by name and you are mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. When you pass through the waters, I am with you. When you pass through the streams, they will not overwhelm you. You walk through the fire. You will not be burned. The flames will not harm you. Nice. So that's, I already have that. Yeah. Isaiah 43, one through, um, mm. one through two. I like yeah. that. So, um, one through two. 
what? Who brought you out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of bondage is almost like the uh, price for your your bride price. Yeah. That's that's like that rest of he that statement is that this is price. the price. Yeah. I, I went and got you out of out of Egypt. Yep. That was my bride price that I paid for you, and it's it's reinstated again whenever Yeshua does the same exactly. thing. Is he goes in and gets us out of the our sin. Yep. Because that's what Egypt throughout the entirety of scripture is always portrayed as is sin. It's it's Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, Egypt is Egypt is where world. you're stuck. It's the world, it's where you're that house of bondage. That's house spiritual of bondage. Egypt, that's, that's spiritual Babylon. They're both very much interconnected. Being yeah. in Babylon, being in Egypt. Well, it's all oh, it's all akin to the same thing. Well, even yes, in the second exactly. testament it says there's a slavery to sin. There's you know, then who is your real master? Yeah, you can't serve two masters. You can't serve two masters. So you're you're still gonna be you you're under your master Yahweh, yeah. Yeshua, yeah. Yahweh. But so it, it, it's the biggest thing is it's yeah. identifying. It's identifying yeah. who he is, what he's done, and and where he's come from. In, in modern day, the problem that we're we're seeing is that the the commandment only starts at "You shall have no other gods before me." Well, what god are you? Who's yes. saying that? Yeah, who is the god? Who's the god yeah. that's saying I can't have any other gods before me? And so they leave out, "I am the Lord your God." Go ahead and pull up the Hebrew on this. Does that specifically say Yahweh under Lord? Uh, at yeah, least I am Yahweh your God, the name that He gave to Moses, so we so can identify. I'm in uh, Blue Letter Bible, by the way, for anybody yeah. following along. Um. It says Yahovah. Yahovah. So when he says, I am the Lord your God, he is literally saying the name that he told to Moses. That's his name, Yahweh. Yahweh. Yahovah. Jehovah. Whatever you, whatever you want to say. But it's that's the point. Yahuwah? It is. Yahuwah? It is. So Yo-hey-va. think about that. Oh. Yeah. In modern Christianity, in modern that's days, it's you shall have no other gods before me. Okay? Who's the God that said that? Because that identification needs to be done before I know which God I'm serving. And I and I think it needs to come back to... I think that's one of the points of this is that even in the New Testament, when we see that with Yeshua, and he said, I and my Father are one, I think a lot of times he's pointing us back to, at the very least, these Ten Commandments. What happened here? This right. is our physical example of the spiritual release that he did for his people to bring them into the New Covenant, which Isaiah... Or uh, sorry, uh, Jeremiah thirty-one. Jeremiah thirty-one. Uh, yes, yeah, said verse 31. thirty-one through thirty-five, thirty-six. I think in Jeremiah said, thirty-one it says yeah. that he will write the law on their hearts. Write the yep. law. There's only one law on our hearts. The so Torah. The, the physical. Uh, the the physical saving of Israel out of Israel, not the Jews, but Israel. Israel out of Egypt, out of their their slavery, their their physical slavery is an archetype for us in the New Testament with Yeshua physically or doing the spiritual release of, a, of our the slavery. release from the bondage of our sin. Yeah. Yep. Right. So uh, and it brings us back to this. Right. Right here. And yeah. it brings us back to that. Now we've discussed what sin is. Yeah. What is sin? Transgression, Transgression of the law. Yeah. For, what, what, of the Torah. Which testament is that in? The second, the first one. It's in the second test. It's in the second test. Is it in? An, is Yeshua it in the other said that. Testament? First John, other, First other John testament? two three, First John three four, something like that. First, First John, John three, two three. Sin is transgression three, of the law. Oh my god! You and so look at I. It's like I don't have a laptop. Is it, you got the Bible right there. We I've got. got the I've got two Bibles open. But sin is transgression of the law. Oh, so to be free of your sin yeah. means you don't transgress the law but also Beautiful. like we were just saying these this law Deuteronomy as the covenant and this particular ketubah and marriage with us identifying 
Yahweh is the God that we're we're being married to, we wouldn't transgress our marriage covenant. Right. And yeah. so that's why we do it. Later on down the line, you see where God actually divorces us, yeah. Israel. And when that happens, you know, the law states that he can we can never be remarried to that person until he dies. Yeah. Like there's a whole until bunch there is of... a new a new man a different man a new man that For you sure. can right you know enter into covenant with which is why God Himself had to die and then um, resurrect and he, and he died on our behalf as uh, on our behalf as well and it's the consummation funny. of all of that cannot happen until we are also made new like we are reborn like Yeshua talks about with Nicodemus like we have to be physically reborn right for that to happen he's like what am I supposed to do go back into my mother Go back yeah. into my mother and do it. It's like, and no, be reborn. you're missing the point. There's going to be a physical resurrection that causes us to become new human beings. Right. The new humanity. The new humanity. New world order. No. <laughs> he said no. No. What are but you looking up? To get into the, I, I was know. trying to find transgression of the law first. Oh, it's, I'm, yeah, it's First John 3, 4. I looked yeah, it up. Yeah, it's First John 3, 4. I'm, that's not what I got. But first John. Everyone who sins... It says everyone who who sins practices lawlessness, lawlessness, and lawlessness is transgression of the law. Okay. I trust you. Lawlessness is transgression. Sorry, I burped. Anyway, everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness. Yeah, Indeed, it. sin is lawlessness. I, I must have just misread it. And lawlessness, if you want to get technical in the Greek, it's anomia. It's not anything anomia, else. Or is it enough? And uh, 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 no, that's wicked. <laughs> now I have wicked. To look. Wicked is. Uh, uh, I remember what wicked was. Anyway, the word for wicked in Greek, it means one who wants to break free of the restraint of law. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. No, it's it says lawlessness. Yeah, nomion, I got it. Nomion. Which nomion. means? Nomion. nomion literally means like the law of Moses. It's, and it's oh, yeah. opposite of, it's a, a, if you know, a means uh, against anti. and or anti. Yeah, and like a theist. is nomia, nom, and. nomos. Uh, theist is yeah. So yeah, did you get it? Yeah. I so it, it is the law, specifically law of Moses. So it's hey. anti law of Moses. Yeah. Yes. Anti law. So you found so. it? Yeah, I found it. I okay. Well, cool. He found it already. Point is, is that. <laughs> so what do you guys think? I mean, like, it, it is. Is it a detriment? Is it a detriment? Is it a detriment to the Christian church today to not include that whole commandment? I think to a degree, absolutely. I think to a degree, it I, is. I think. I mean, they're getting the basic point across. I think most of them. I think most of them just like assume this came from God, so why include that line? Right. They like, already they already feel that when they're in the church and it's a Christian church that they are they know what God they're worshiping. They know what God that it's not an issue. But I don't think that they understand the full like that was him showing his authority, yeah. his love. The fact that this is like an actual and covenant name. and his name. Like, yeah. It's like, I am Yahweh the God. Well, I am Yahweh your God. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I mean, we lose all that in, in translation. Because, again, like most people in a Christian church don't actually know the name of their God. They call yeah. him God. They call yeah, him they say the God. Lord. Or the Lord. Or you like, get some of these old holy rollers and they're like Jehovah. Yeah, you get that some that of. say Jehovah. <laughs> like most and, people know Jehovah because they, they think Jehovah's Witnesses are Christians too. But they're... 
We'll get to that episode one day. <laughs> I was waiting for <laughs> just sorry. <laughs> I mean, you Chills. got a kingdom hall with no windows, and it's just weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least they don't celebrate Christmas. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Jehovah's Witness don't. They, they don't. They don't oh, do okay. any holidays. They don't do any. Zero. Holidays. Oh, had, no festivities. I had two at all. friends that in oh, high okay, school that were Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> they, they'd be killer at trick and treating. I tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that joke's it. been made. Anyway, my point <laughs> is. Um, People know Jehovah, but that's like that's just Jehovah. No one knows that the Bible honestly says when it says the Lord, most of the time that translation is like Jehovah. Six, six it's thousand Yahweh. times. If like you, six thousand times it's saying the exactly. name of God, not the Lord. Yeah. Like, you know, if you if you buy land in Scotland, you're a Lord. Yeah. You know, it this is actually saying Yahweh. Like like the Egyptians would say Hotep or whatever, you know, that yeah. kind of whatever stupid name they had for So God's. I think if you actually go and read the uh, introductions to your Bibles, and most people don't. They just read their Bible. Um, yeah. If they even pick that up. Ooh, don't um, burn them. Don't burn them. Sorry, em. it's true. But if you actually go and read it, a lot of the New King James Bibles and a lot of the older older ones too. Uh, I don't think the NIV does, but it might. Tells <laughs> you where they get the translation for the Lord, and it actually does describe it and say, every time we've used we use the Lord, it's Yahovah. Yod hey Bob hey yeah. in the original Hebrew. Yeah. So yeah. you do have to dig for it, but yeah. it is in your Bible yeah. if you just go and actually like look at the look introduction. At the a lot of yeah. them have it. Um, and yeah, most Bibles the they, they say that. Or something like that. I, I haven't found a Bible that's like most Bible like printed text Bibles and stuff like that, just because we're on the same subject as the other ones. I don't find an issue with the way that they present the information. I do find an issue most of the time with how the information is always interpreted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like, well, there's the this, this, Bible's and this, accurate. but no one did what? I mean, you mean the message Bible's not I mean, accurate? Oh, the message Bible. If any of you who watch this show are reading out of the message Bible <laughs> unironically, <laughs> just un-ironically. unsubscribe. <laughs> I've actually never read it. I just Oh my it's god. It is so it's it's like if Veggie Tales wrote the book, <laughs> yeah, man. No. It's really Veggie Tales has its own Bible and it's better than the message oh, Bible. No. <laughs> Oh no! I did not know that. Go Veggie Tales. All right. No, yeah, it's it's literally some guys. I can't even remember. It's some guys like private translation of the Bible. So it's like in not slang, but almost slang. Like (laughs) yo, yo, I'm the god. (laughs) I'm the god. Yo, I'm the god. It's not spoken word. There is a spoken word, like a street word Bible. Oh, interesting. Yeah, street Bible. I've I've heard of this. We have interesting friends. I've never heard know of this stuff. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's that like stuff. the Gen Z version. Have you yeah, seen the those Gen videos? Z version of the Bible. Gen Z That's reads just... the Bible. It's like, <laughs> yo, then God totally like split the seas, man. <laughs> yeah, no. no, the the Gen Z one is hilarious. If you guys, oh. if you guys can find it, it's. Uh, I feel there's a slight level Sunday of sacrilege. Cool tease. I don't know. Yeah, no. that guy's funny. Bit, that guy's great. He does it. All he does like youth, no, okay. youth stuff. It's you, he's a youth. Pastor. And he, he has Yod Vave tattooed on his hand. Right on his here. no, is it on his hand? Yeah, like I thought right it was on his knuckles. Is it the Hebrew? Or yeah, is it, it is actually the Hebrew. It's a Sunday cool tease. I'm gonna shout Sunday cool tease. Yeah, Sunday cool tease. Um, he's got some. Just link him. Yeah, just link him. He's got some amazing stuff. Just link him. He's funny. He He's sounds like, funny. I need to. I need to have a notepad open. Oh wait a minute. I got a notepad. Well, well quit. To, Anyways, the point is, is that the, the biggest part that we we are we're, you got to identify. Rambling we're now. rambling well, now, but we you've got to identify the God you're serving right. here. Well, I was gonna say <laughs> too, if we can, the actual commandment is the the part of the commandment that we're you know the meat of what we're talking about here is, I am 
or it says, uh, you shall have no other God before me. What does that mean okay. to have no other God so, before yeah. Let's hit that Yahweh? The expression. You got you got twenty pulled up I, over I there can, on the on the blue letter. The Hebrew I can pull it back. Want. I've got the I've got it in both. Let me pull it back up. Uh, keep going, at AJ. Mm. I was just gonna say I could tell you about the Hebrew a little bit. I've learned a little bit about this. Uh, I'm gonna get to the Hebrew real quick. Hold on one second. What that's what I was making him do. Oh, I've I've got blue letter open. It, so well, I have it too. But roughly, I, I when it comes down to the translation, it's do not bring these gods in front of my face. Yes. So that's yeah. That's, that's the rough say. translation. So um, do not well, show me any of these gods or their that. practices, which which even means like in his in his land. Well, don't I mean, have yeah. any other gods in the land on the mountaintop surrounding his mountaintop. You know, these wood things yeah, so and stone things you're, we were talking you're right. Because it does say, it says, Al Panay. Panay. Yeah, that's what oh, I got out of. Panaya. Uh, um, Panaya is here. his face, like me, mm-hmm. but it literally means his face. Like, do not bring these gods before my face, in front of my face. Like, like do not, I better not see anything of these gods, right. of any it, other god other it, than me. It's like in your in your marriage, like, you, I don't. An extreme example is, you know, one of the one of the things is, you know, no cheating, right? No committing adultery, obviously. Obviously. But it's like we'll if, get to that one in, too. <laughs> in front of your That'll wife, in front of your spouse, you are hitting on a girl or hitting on a person and getting their phone number and talking about trying to hang out with them or, heaven forbid, doing even worse and doing it in front of them or in your house. What if you're it's like that's is that's the extreme that it's talking about? Well, what what about this? What if you're like you're going through your wife's keepsakes and she's still got a picture of her high school boyfriend? Right. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. Stuff it's like, like that. that's. It, would you feel comfortable with that, uh, ladies? It, like if not. he it, like, if he kept pictures of his high school girlfriends. Okay. So you were saying, I mean, like, as far as the the actual core of the commandment, you shall not have any other gods before me. The one that everybody actually knows. Right. Okay. Not not necessarily beyond identifying the god, but what is Yahweh saying here yeah. specifically? Um, the Hebrew clearly states when it comes down, or when it comes down to it, don't bring any gods in my face. Yeah. You can you can kind of like cold translate that over to, I don't want to see anything about these other gods anymore. Yeah. No yeah. more of their idols. No more of their practices. No more of their things. Yeah. Um, so, like, wh- where do you go from there? Like bringing back up the. The ex, the 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 wife versus ex people, like mm-hmm. don't bring an ex girlfriend over, you know, to hang out, kind of thing. Like, right, okay, you yeah. get into something like like that's kind of like the idea that God's giving in this. Don't bring him in my face. Like, you can't serve these gods and serve me. Like, you yep. have to choose. You, you have to have that choose right. this day who decision. you will yeah. serve. You know, yeah. and if it's Yahweh, choose him, and if it's not, choose them i mean that's the the joshua thing as for me in my house who chooses so the lord and i think that's kind of what's happening here so you've got them doing that you part of the uh, one of the examples you brought up was um uh idolatry or not idolatry sorry um cheating in your in, in your life or 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 in your marriage or something like that i mean that that would be idolatry or with god or adultery here on earth yeah having say having memorabilia a memorabilia from yeah. uh, a past boyfriend or something like that your wife has it in there uh, her intentions are well i just have it 
you know, do you toss it? Do you throw it away? Maybe it's one of those yearbook pictures that's yeah. on the back of it says, you know, if you're if you're still not married in 30 years, call me or something like that. Yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. kinds of things. Something, yeah. Right. It, it, it comes down to a little bit of a difference there. I mean, it's, it's different when we're holding on to memorabilia. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's different. That's situationally different when you're holding on to memorabilia. But when you're dealing with an ultimate source of power like God, the ultimate source of power and his authority and him identifying himself as I am Yahweh, your God, who has brought you out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of slavery mm -hmm. uh, or out of the house of bondage. You shall not bring the practices of any other God or their, any representation of the other God in my presence, in my face. Yep. Yeah. So uh, part of the tag is that, and then this is kind of the hard, hard part is that people nowadays, they practice a lot of things that are from other gods, things that are from Celtic gods, yep. things that are from, even from the Hermetic, like, like, um, the Egyptian side or something yeah. like that, but even practices from pantheons beyond like Zeus and Jupiter and Saturn and all that kind Nordic, of stuff. Nordic yep. gods, Nordic gods, Thor and all of those kinds of things. And these, you, you've, you're, we've given life to these gods. Yeah. Is the more that we invoke their names and worship themselves, worship yeah. their names because there's power in the name of our God, yeah. the, the God. That's why he says he doesn't want the names of the other Baals in our mouth. Right, even. the other so Baals. Like, the idea that we don't even, you know, bring up their authority. You know, like this God brings down rains. Like, no, I'm the one who tells that rain to go there. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm the one God coming has on the no clouds. Authority here. I'm, I'm the one, the one who does that. Yeah, right. And that's that's the main core of it. And and that's that's our particular beliefs. Do you have yeah. anything else you want to add before we close out the show? I don't really think so. No. 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 Okay. Anything else? No, I mean, he's your God if you choose to serve him. Yeah, I agree. Yahweh. Serve him only. Yahweh. If you are Christian, if you claim the blood of Jesus, the Christ, yeah. then you serve the God Yahweh. Yep. That is the name of your God. God is. And it's important to know who that is because that's the God that brought you out of Egypt. That's the God that brought you out of your bondage, your slavery, and that kind of thing. I mean, that's the whole point of why he makes that statement. No idle words with this, with yeah. this super being, with this... Well, and this whole Ultimate thing power. is the start of, as you guys will see, it's the start of understanding his authority as the creator of all and the God who we claim to serve. It's the beginning point of saying, by doing these things, you are, um, you are appealing to his authority as the ruler of, of the world, of the yeah. creator of all, right. the the king of kings the elohim of elohim that kind of idea yep so, so i mean you guys wrapped it up good wrapped it up good yeah so we're gonna go ahead and leave it there for this episode if you guys have any uh comments questions concerns uh nasty words or anything like that go ahead and leave them below we'll we, take a look we'll take a look and in trash the rest that's right <laughs> <laughs> um but go ahead uh join us next week uh, the, what are we talking about next week? We're going to go into the next commandment. Next commandment. The, the next carved, commandment. The carved images, idols. The idols. images. Paganism. The icons. The icons. In Greek. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, get out your rosary and we're going to get yep. this done. Yeah. Uh, we thank you so much for joining us on this road to recovery. Bye.